Hi, my name is Benjamin. I am Swinging Hammers, and you're listening to Notable Nashville. Freedom, freedom, freedom 
Thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. I've got Benjamin Roop here, Swinging Hammers. Um, thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, my Th- pleasure. That song that you just played was Roots. Wasn't that the first track off your last album? That was it. That was the one that kind of brought about Swinging Hammers. That was it. That's awesome. Um, so where are, you, where are you from? What brought you to Nashville? I'm from uh, just north of Tampa, but if I said the name of the town, no one would know where it was. Newport, <laughs> Ritchie, Florida. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, kind of retirement community close to the beach ish florida and uh, uh and i was working with a producer actually producing roots and um and it was this guy who i was a really big fan of he's a songwriter and a, he played piano for another artist that i really like and i kind of was always nerdy about him i was always like this guy you know everything he produces and writes is so mm-hmm. good and uh and i think i emailed him one day and he just replied and i was like whoa you know and i think i cried and uh <laughs> not even a joke and um i think he said like five or six words he said like i like this send me more yeah that was it yeah i like this send me more that's all he said and i was like one of my heroes just replied to me i need to i need to you know investigate this uh so so i did and we kind of i would greyhound up here to nashville um to work with him and we were producing we were just kind of like writing on some songs that i had mm-hmm. and uh and somewhere in the middle of those trips i wrote roots and he was like that's a good one you know that's a, that's a really good one and um <clears throat> and i think we just decided my wife and I were just decided we were getting married and I didn't want to get stuck in Florida. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to like start a lease. You know, it's always so hard to move after you've like, but moving on your parents' house, it's like, all right, you know, I don't, I'm not not breaking a lease to go do this. Yeah. So so we used our, our, of our kind of wedding money to move up here and and, and we had a lot of support to do it. So awesome. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. So did you, did you end up getting married here? No, no, we got married in Florida. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) We had our wedding in, in like St. Pete. And like said goodbye to all of our family and friends, like all of them, and we're like, "All right, I'll see you." <laughs> we'll see you later. We're <laughs> that, going that to You know, we literally <laughs> we spent the night in St. Pete and then drove away. That was it. That's and, awesome. Uh, of course, we've been back, but still, you know, <laughs> that's really cool. I'm going to a wedding in Florida. Actually, my brother's getting married in October. Where? At? So, uh, Lakeland, Florida. Yeah, that's where his fiance's yeah, close, family's yeah. from. Yeah, but that's awesome. Um, so, do you do you you feel that Nashville, you know, feels definitely feels like home? How how long have you been here? Uh, I've been here for coming up on four years. It feels home. I, the road feels like home to me, and mm-hmm. I, I'm not exactly like a road. I'm a road war musician, but I'm not. Like, I'm not the guy who's been touring for years on end. I've just been on the road for a little bit. Um, so you're one of those guys that loves the tour life. I, I really do. Yeah. I like home life a lot, uh-huh. but uh, I'm not. Uh, yeah, no, Nashville's fine. I like lots of cities, though. Yeah. You know, I'm not necessarily stuck on one. But Nashville is where more um, pragmatically, like that's where I need to be for just for the business. I see. I see. You know. Well, I want to talk about your album that you released back in November of 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like it. It kind of explores a lot of topics, and you know, yeah. you definitely hear the 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 basis of Christianity in a lot of your songs. Are yeah. would you would you call yourself a Christian artist? I'm or a, I'm Christian. I'm an artist who is Christian. An artist who is Christian. Yeah. I believe in Jesus wholeheartedly and completely, yeah. and I believe that he gave me the gift of making music. That's awesome. And to reconcile those two things is weirdly, I don't know why it's so difficult, but it seems to be. 
you know, yeah. more difficult than it needs to be. Um, so yeah, reconciling those two things, that's what you're going to hear throughout all my music is me kind of going, well, I'm an artist and Jesus owns me. So naturally my art's going to come out tinged in a certain way. Yeah. So, that's really refreshing yeah. because I don't, I feel like people don't really need to put a label on, on music. It's mu- it's music. It's what makes yeah. people feel things. I think so. the label isn't necessarily the, you know, there's nothing wrong. It's helpful sometimes to label stuff, but it's it's when <laughs> it's when it's like it's why country music to me personally. This is a public opinion. <laughs> I have to remember that I'm not in a private conversation. Uh, <laughs> I think country music has gone off the rails because it's no longer people. It's no longer like country people making music. It's people making country music, and for some reason, that small switch changes everything. It's like mm-hmm. people from like you know somewhere are like happen to have like a little twang in their voice, and they think they can come and write Christian music, country music, and it's, it's got to come from somewhere authentic. Yeah. So Christian music still happens, and it is Christian music, but then there's like this weird, like Superman Bizarro kind of thing. You know, like they look similar, but they're really quite different. So I think that it matters if it's authentic. And I think people can smell it and kind of sniff that out from yeah, a mile away. I agree. Yeah. I also like that, you know, you, you're not really, you're also str- struggling, dappling with, uh, you know, at real everyday life. And, yeah. you know, one of the lines is, I scream out to God and then curse his name. You're yeah. just like, you're struggling with the... Yeah, that's that's the, the fighter. Yeah, I, yeah. That song was more about the nature that I brought into this whole Jesus thing. I, you know, Jesus grabbed a hold of me when I was nineteen. I was reading a Bible by myself on a couch, and 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 you know, I think it's important to address the nature that I, who I was before Jesus, and who I am in light of Jesus. And I, I like that you, can, I can talk freely and openly about you know that nature that Jesus is killing day by day, but He's still there. The fighter's still within me. He's mm-hmm. definitely. And he's still fighting. So he says stuff like that. And then um, and then kind of in light of, of you know, post-Jesus, what happened kind of thing. So that's, okay. that's what the fighter is, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So what's what's your story about um, music? When did you pick up a guitar, start, start writing music? Uh, well, I told, my, <laughs> I told my kindergarten teacher that I didn't need to go to college because uh-huh. I was going to be a singer. And that was before I could sing. That's kind of funny because I used to <laughs> sing, you know, I, you know, as a kid you sing, and, and on, uh, but I was no like Michael Jackson, you know, killing it or anything. Um, and, and that continued my whole life. I've always known I was going to be a singer and somewhere deep in me, yeah, that's, that's true. I really did know that I, that's what, this is what I was going to do for the rest of my life. That's awesome. Even though I'm doing, I mean, I'm doing other things right now for a living and I still know that this is, this is what that's I'm going to do. That's what you're meant to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I think it came to light. I was maybe <clears throat> 15 or 16. I started working with a, a friend from high school and he had a guitar, and he'd play like really rock Jimi Hendrix kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. he was just shredding. And we like somehow got together, started writing country songs and playing bars and stuff. And then when Jesus grabbed a hold of me, it was kind of I was like so I was nineteen, and uh, uh, and things changed a little bit, and uh, and and the mission of music changed. It wasn't just me. I tell you what, I was I was really the purpose of me making music when I was a kid was to be somebody, whatever that meant to me. I don't know what that meant to me, but it meant something to be somebody, mm-hmm. you know, as if I wasn't somebody. Um, and then that that went away. That kind of, not all the vanity, but maybe hopefully some of it, mm-hmm. uh, went away and something else rose in its place. So, wow. Yeah. Well, what do you, what kind of music do you listen to um, to kind of inspire you or what, like, what's your go-to as, okay. as far as like, are you a streamer? Do you stream on Spotify? Yeah, I do. I'm a big Spotify guy. I think Spotify's. Uh, <clears throat> I think if they play their cards right, they, they're the future. I think yeah. they could stay the future. They don't. They might not be. <laughs> <laughs> Streaming is the future. I yeah. think. I know that much. It's, um, I mean, it's so convenient. 
That's it's, what I do every every day at work. I think it's convenient, music. and I think it's helpful as an artist. By the way, I'm an artist, and I don't hate Spotify. I think that's important to say. <laughs> I'm an artist. I don't hate Spotify. It's unpopular opinion. <laughs> I know, man. I, it's just so funny. People are like, oh, Spotify. That you know, it's like, no, I make more money from Spotify than I've ever made from CD sales. Mm-hmm. Even my biggest my biggest CD sale, like you know, uh, show doesn't touch what I've made from Spotify. Every month I get a check. So think about this: you buy a CD from me on one tour because you went to some show buy a $10 CD, uh, and you listen to it over and over, you, you wear the thing out, 10,000 listens on that thing, and it just slowly dies. Uh, streaming, I get paid for every single one of those plays. Every song. So as I become part of someone's life and someone's kind of soundtrack, I get paid for it, and I think that's really fair. I yeah. think that, and I get paid fairly from Spotify. I think maybe the, the you know, there's nuances there, but still, generally speaking, I think that Spotify. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a big Spotify fan, and I always, the thing I must have is great songwriting. I cannot uh-huh. stand a lazy song, and I'm not accusing anybody. I just kind of, <laughs> I just can't, I just, I have no interest. Yeah. I, I don't care how produced it is. I don't care how many rock star singers and producers are on it. I don't care. Gotta I have want, the, I gotta good, have a great good, song. A good song. And that can, and not anybody can do that, but the trade, the, the, the really craftsmen can do that. Mm-hmm. The men who see their songwriting as a craft and not just as like a shot in the dark. I'm not just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. I'm crafting a song yeah. to try and say something that's real. That's great. Yeah, that's what I like. Well, you've got a new single coming out uh, February 1st. Yeah, yeah. And what's that one called? Hangman. It's a remake of one that's on the record. Hangman. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Well, I want to play that here for the listeners, if that's all right. We'll yeah. uh, plug it in. And uh, here's Hangman by, by Swingin' Hammers. Hand. 
the case against me here is stacked I know that I don't stand a chance I'm going to hang me Cause I am All right, everybody, that was Hangman, the new single from Swinging Hammers. You can pick that up, stream it on Spotify, yes. and uh, you know, buy it on iTunes, whatever. I'm sure it's on iTunes, too. Yep. So I wanted to also bring up that the reason you're here, I met, I met this dude named Ben Jones at uh, Smoker's Abbey. I frequent that place a lot. I love that place. And he you know, passed along your name to me, so shout out to Ben Jones. Ben Jones. <laughs> he, you said he plays drums for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Belmont student. I, I had him play drums from me, I remember I kind of, my, um, I have a married couple of tours with me, and funny enough, they got pregnant at the same time my wife and I got pregnant, so, you know, drummer was out, she plays drums, so it's like she doesn't want to jump in a car for 16 hours. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so I was like, oh my gosh, what do we have, we have somebody, and, uh, and, and a friend of mine su- suggested Ben, Ben was in high school, so Ben skipped, I think Friday, maybe Thursday, Friday <laughs> of school to come oh, wow. play, how rock star is that? that you is, skip school to go on tour. <laughs> that is like a rock star story. It's like, sorry, can't go to math class today. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, man, I really appreciate you stopping by. I kind of want to hear another uh, live song. You want to play maybe a new one? Yeah, yeah. I have uh, I have this song. I'm not going to mention the title because it's very obvious what exactly... Okay, I guess I will mention the title because that would be really a problem for podcast. <clears throat> it's called God of the Bible Belt, and uh, it, it kind of does speak for itself a little bit, but um, just some things that I've witnessed that aren't of God that have his name on it. Okay, cool. So, God of the Bible Belt. Thank you. 
Garden Bible Belt says you just need yourself, just a little self-help won't have you looking good. The God of the Bible Belt sounds a lot like you. Every single issue He wouldn't dare disagree As you were reading up lies Of your best life now But you're empty inside And you're not sure how You follow comes back All along you were chasing your own tracks The God of the Bible Belt doesn't doesn't care if you're old He's grateful for time on a Sunday morning God of the Bible says you don't need a savior let's just fix that behavior you'll be alright crown don't want a well-wisher in the clouds I need a savior cause there's something broken here I can't fix it I've tried for years I don't need a yes man to do me a favor I need a savior I was in the right But I fooled myself Now it's black as night And all your glances and glares Cannot hide the truth And you've been found out you're broken too Cause you reading up lies Of your best life now You're still empty inside And you're still not sure how You following friends Till the trail comes back all along you chasing
God of the Bible Belt. The God of the Bible Belt. The God of the Bible Belt. Big thanks to Swingin' Hammers for stopping by today. Be sure to check his music out on the web. NotableNashville.com for more. I'm Jordan Johansson. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Notable Nashville Podcast.